listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The honeybees exile is almost complete. You can carry them from hive to hive, the child thought. And that is what he tried, walking with them, thronging between his pressed palms. Let him be right. Let the gods look away as always. Let this boy who carries the entire actual worrying world in his calm, unwashed hands, barely walking, bear us all there buzzing unstung hey welcome to the black guy who tips podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house on a saturday ready to do some feedback uh feedback show is the one show a week where we take the time out to talk about all the things that you said about what we said and it's like a whole thing it's a whole to do but we really enjoy it we do and we appreciate everybody takes time out to leave feedback whether they leave comments on the website the black dot com uh just pick an episode leave a comment it's that easy uh you can vote in polls we have polls for each episode you can uh do stuff like leave us voicemail 704-557-0186 i don't think we got any this week um because i think this one from saturday we already played let me see from brooklyn um Did somebody called from brooklyn last week you remember i don't remember i'm working my way backwards with all of the episodes because i was on a cruise from the 19th to the 25th you remember this i don't remember this i don't remember that either let's assume we didn't play this all right we'll wait and play that later right, um, and if you already heard it you get it two times right so we got one voicemail uh we also got um emails the black guy tips at gmail.com you can do all that stuff there we take we appreciate people to take time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser the unofficial sport is bullet ball at bullet ball extreme and uh we also have to shout out the people who donated to the show yes I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song is for you. Today's a new day. Shout out to Harold W. with the recurring donation. Thank you, Harold. Yes. Felicity F., we appreciate you. Hope you and Oliver are doing good with saving the city. Derek W., we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Grace N. is a brand new recurring donator. Please go to the new members class. Yes, baby. We got a one-time donation from Melissa uh, W. Thank you, Melissa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noel W., also recurring donator. Hey, baby. B. Coleman, uh, recurring donator. Linwood C as well. Mm-hmm. Floyd L, thank you, Floyd. We appreciate you. Uh Kibe R, thank you, Kibe. Mm-hmm. Uh who else we got? I got a one time donation from Kimberly W. Thank you very much, Kimberly. Uh another one time donation. Damn, a lot of W's this week and a lot of one time donations. Naisha W who says, Keep up the good works. We shall Yes. Proceed to continue to rock the mic. Okay. Uh, shout out to the roots um and now the emails don't load okay uh melanike i thank you very much for your recurring donation mm-hmm. um let's see cedric w cedric the entertainer thank you very much by the way cedric the entertainer is in the new uh comedy the last og in case y'all are interested in watching that mm-hmm. marcus e thank you very much marcus we got a one-time donation from Westburn M who says, 
long time listener wanted to make sure i put a little something in the collection play y'all get me through the work day uh three black fist power emojis wes thank you wes thank you deidra h thank you very much deidra uh gerard l appreciate you gerard uh see who else came through for us um calvin n i hope that everything's going fine at the mcdonald's me too you should be owning it by now you've been there long enough i know you should have you know four five six franchises by now i know you was in the management program back in 88 so yeah she was terry w thank you very much terry Mm -hmm. jason f thank you jason tyrone m call him thank you very much tyrone yes call him uh courtney thank you very much courtney hey baby bambi h thank you very much bambi i love that name mm-hmm um and that might be it there's one that just doesn't want to load i don't know what we're gonna do about this i'm just gonna let it sit for a while but thank you very much everybody that donated to the show we appreciate y'all yes, and we do. couldn't do it without y'all uh all right let's get to the five star reviews we got two of them one in itunes and one in stitcher Woo-hoo! episode 1651 snoop's gospel album joy rich boy says hey <laughs> hey 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 praise god every day yes five stars thank you very much uh maybe that's what it's gonna be about it's just gonna be the chronic but with gospel in it um we got a five star review on stitcher from uzo m who says five stars my absolute favorite podcast network well rod and karen you schemed you plotted and you clack clack you trapped me there here are these five stars are you happy now yes but you forgot you left out the damn uh but seriously this is my favorite podcast slash podcast network and just general thing i listen to anywhere consistent funny thoughtful tbgwt is high quality listening and i encourage anyone who loves podcasts to give it a listen you'll be glad you did thanks uzo and yes i am happy now Mm-hmm. uh how can we turn down that five-star review damn I, that's like we don't have no heart rest in peace tommy uh all right so the, we had episode 1649 financial paid uh it was a feedback episode we only had uh no comments but we had a poll do you think anyone would go to jail in the howard uh financial aid scandal yes or no can't shaking her head no over there no. uh six percent of the audience agrees with you to say no no one's going to jail 40 percent think somebody is going to jail though do people deserve miss ct says do people deserve to be fired for the hu scandal sure do will the university actually hold the people accountable probably won't i think if black twitter csi did a little fact finding they find more information about the incidents and be able to hold the university accountable uh but without external press pressure i don't see it happening i hope they do though thanks ryan and karen agreed yeah i don't know why that yeah i don't know what they're gonna do honestly agreed because like i said before the problem is that so the students who got scammed out of money the students who got sent home the students who lost housing and you know all this other shit that's just gone now and you can't get it back you can't recuperate it the kids who couldn't graduate because of this it's just like well fuck y'all Mm-hmm. um so yeah uh 1650 magical negro uh was the episode we had three comments 
uh peachy yinka says shout out to rob for the afro beat selection played under those lovely reviews correct guy thank you thank you you ye space f so yay f i guess says i had to slide back to my phone when y'all announced black twitter csi confirmed who bit beyonce too funny the music always got me excited gets me excited thank you thank you really dark night says dear Ryan and karen about stacy dash there's one reason that she dropped out she wanted to gear, get her grift on like all the other republicans and i'm sure not one of them came to her rescue she announced and nobody gave her money think about it she put out her put on her straw hat white gloves and tap shoes did the soft did the soft shoe for these people on fox news and when it was time to make some real money they left her dumb ass out to dry right do you think she learned anything hell nah cause she's stupid correct yeah well she is a clueless actress uh do you think people would boycott the magical negro tv show is uh that i proposed making um yes or no i won't boycott it but i can see people boycott it off of the name alone 70 percent of people said yes they would boycott my show oh i'm not boycott i'm, I'm not saying they would but people would boycott my show oh yeah oh yes 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 people mm-hmm. would. Mm-hmm. and 30 percent say no they would get it and they would let give me a chance to do it i hope so i feel like cancel boycott cancel magical negro would be trending uh then we had yes, would. we had an episode called saving your energy episode 1651 um we talked about a bunch of stuff um talked about our standards here as a news organization <laughs> how we not sheep mm-hmm. uh and you know gotta be aware of fake news guys <coughs> gotta stay on your tippy toes fire says happy birthday to queen karen team aries thank you your egg puns were hot like steph curry in the fourth quarter god bless thank you p.s rod uh you're one lucky man continue success and health to you both fireworks thank you baby oh i know i know i mean you look i make it look easy though okay it look like it look like luck to y'all but that's just because when you practice so good you know it looks like uh it looks like it's easy <laughs> mad sandy says walk it in my pocket is flames oh mama yep i agree <laughs> sir babylon says your conversation about letting go and moving on hit me right where i live i'm in a phase in life where i'm realizing and enacting the things you said but sometimes i we all forget and this morning as i was listening to this episode i forgotten thank you both i love you guys for real for real thank you oh thank you baby falcons diva says the audio of those sinclair statements mixed with scary another reminder of scary this is scary administration great show as always come on and this is like blooper ws says um hey rod and karen the article about not reacting to everything speaks to me for the opposite reason i don't react enough to moments when i should because my non-confrontational ass just tends to shut down and i try to get over it on my own needless to say this hasn't worked out mm-hmm. i thought i'd be sparing feelings by shutting up but this only harbors resentment who yep. knew i agree with karen about family being the the ones that hurt you the most a lot of gaslighting went on when i recently took my cousin's advice to stand up for myself and i applied it to her realize that realize what she really meant was that i should stand up to everyone but her come on she's since been manipulating me into talking to her withholding my stuff for starters damn without acknowledging what she did i hate people like that i I, like talk to me about what where we went wrong because i hate when people just try to hit the reset button like like i don't remember what the fuck happened it's like no nigga you were acting weird what happened let's not have that happen again you know 
anyway just had to accept that we fundamentally can't be cool and that i can't wish for well from afar hey i had to do that with a lot of people dog where i'm just like you know what man i have to, i say it all the time it's been a while since i said it on the show i had to learn to love people differently man step back be like look our relationship ain't one of those relationships where we can kick it and go out and talk and just you're not that kind of person some people are that kind of person and they can be in my life and we talk about things and if it gets personal that's cool because we on that level and some people it's like nigga you just like an associate or some shit you can't like i I don't wish you any problems you know i'm never gonna like intervene or interfere in your life like i hope everything works out all the shit you want i hope you get it but right you know um we don't vibe you know uh difficult to balance between uh not reacting and cutting people off discretion is hard yo i agree yeah it is it's it's a fine line and yeah i do understand what you're saying about uh stepping up and being bold and uh telling people the truth about how you feel because the thing is particularly if people put like this if people already i personally think that a lot of people think that soft-spoken people who don't who would try anything to avoid confrontation uh, a lot of people some consciously and subconsciously automatically think they're weak people you know because society has taught people you got to cuss people out let people know how you feel just be a just be a nasty ass person and you the quote-unquote real g when honestly nobody wants to fuck with that person why do you know they can't keep friends and shit like that but that's quote unquote what everybody uh want want to aspire to but honestly the average person wants to be liked and that's most people and i think that once somebody that's quiet and keeps to themselves and shit stops picking out people don't know how to handle you and a lot of times people try to test you because i've been through this we try to test you to see if you meant what you said and you said what you said and sometimes it's very hard to stand by what you said and be like no i said no and i meant no or no i said such such and i meant such such and sometimes you got to look people in their face like they look you in your face and say you got to deal with this and nobody likes to be told that you got to fucking deal with the decision that i've made yeah i think also like because of how we picture or how it's normally portrayed that standing up for yourself or com- confronting somebody it's almost always seen as an argumentative like belligerent process like i'm gonna today i'm gonna like fight this person and sometimes it is because the person is coming at you correct but sometimes like standing up for yourself doesn't always have to be a fight and i think if people knew that i think it would be less of a problem i mean right. some people make it a fight no matter what but yes they sometimes do. you know it's just like nah i'm not doing this like hey you want to do blank actually man i'd like to go to this place instead you know it's and it doesn't turn out to be the nightmare in your head i know i do that a lot where i in my mind i create these nightmare scenarios of like what's gonna happen the worst case scenario of, well i'm gonna tell them no and then they're gonna get mad and then they're not, you know i do that to myself and uh you know i try not to psych myself out like that anymore because i'm just like look if they're not an adult and they can't understand that i can't make it to whatever they want me to make it to but at the same time they still really my friend and i just didn't even have the funds the time or the resources right now if they can't understand that then they can't fuck with me you know like that kind of thing where it's like uh it doesn't always have to be a problem but sometimes people just make it that way and that's the big fear i think a lot of us have is like i just i'll just go along to get along because i don't want to have that problem but you know 
one of the things i i've practiced is like if i'm talking about you it's all stuff that i would feel comfortable saying in your face you know and i think when people hear that some of them some to some extent they might they might feel like oh so that means you you you're angry at me or you don't like me no it's like no nigga i tell this is how i have relationships it's how my parents talk to me it's how i talk to my brother it's how i talk to my friends like it's not it doesn't have to be an angry thing uh, if you listen to uh blogs deep sports and pregame you hear me and justin do it all the time where i'm mm-hmm. just like well why would you say that well i disagree with that you know and, and but it doesn't become a fight because we should be able to be adults that disagree and hang out later and they're still friends but i don't know i feel like we're i don't know if we're losing that i'm just coming becoming more aware of how other people view that shit it's a little bit of both it's a little bit of both uh because uh friendships in my opinion and the definition of friendships has changed over over the years and i just realized i have i've come to the conclusion my definition of friendship is not the same as a lot of people a lot of people have associates that they call friends y'all are not friends y'all just associates even family like that though right 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 like a lot of times people say family and i'm like yo not every not all family is family like no they're not if, if they can't if you can't speak your mind to your family are you really my family you know what i mean like it's just wild like that so i'm sorry i didn't mean cut you off yeah and also i think for me too uh because like i'm overall i'm an easygoing person so you know uh it's hard for people to understand people that are quiet and people that don't speak out and people that don't say much a lot of times some of them in the reality some those are some of the most dangerous people and people don't want to admit that because when somebody like that speaks out they're speaking out on when that person actually decides to say something particularly if they're angry they're gonna go back and they're gonna go way back we ain't gonna be talking about what you did right now we're gonna be talking about all the other shit you did to lead up to this moment you know and that's not a good place to be at because you end up saying things you end up regretting uh and you end up actually making it a confrontation but but for some people you have to do that but the average person you don't um and a lot of times i will remove myself from the situation because i'm like oh okay i can't deal with you uh because i don't want to get to the point where i'm angry because i tell people no matter how nice i am no matter how kind i am no matter how sweet i am no matter how much i smile on your face everybody got a nasty side and people don't want to admit that every human nature i just opt not to tap into that but everybody has a nasty side yep um great show as always you too and happy new year karen thank you um i hope it feels you with happiness yeah because your birthday it's your new year thank you uh and then the poll was april fool's porn uh yay or nay uh nay 75 percent of y'all say no so 25 percent of y'all okay with it jared says while i am for this idea i can only imagine all the super problematic things the porn industry would do with it that's true but i mean it's porn so it's already problematic i know right i love it like i I mean i'm sure there's a bunch of ethical porn out there and shit but come on y'all know what it is i know who's watching porn to be ethical right i'm sure that's that's somebody's kink but in general it's not gonna meet all your uh requirements Mm -hmm. and i've seen some of it and 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 it's decent but truth be told it don't be you know number one ranking the most viewed yeah everybody's really looking for that scumbaggery and we know it (laughs) come on 
that's why they know why you game yeah whatever all right uh we had um episode 1652 we had the guys from three guys on on the show we talked about a bunch of stuff uh brooklyn shoebay says i have not watched the reboot of roseanne but i was excited when i heard it was coming back because i really loved that show when i was in my late teens and 20s watching it as a young married i decided uh that i wanted to be that type of mom the one who was honest about the world and wouldn't sugarcoat things about life open-minded but crass in her delivery claire huxtable another tv mom around that time also seemed like a mom role model for me but she was too polished and calm things i was not however when i found out that roseanne was a donald stan i decided not to watch what confuses the shit out of me is how roseanne the show and the character somehow became the right wing family next door the connors weren't religious church going or even overly patriotic roseanne the show was really the first show that tackled gender stereotypes openly talked about menstruation family sexual abuse vegetarianism and mental illness the connor's daughters were on birth control and having premarital sex roseanne was a female business owner jackie was a single mom dan had black and white friends they talked about acceptance there were two lgbtq regular characters it was the most left show out there i don't understand the trajectory dan on the on the show would care more about the sports and be pissed off about the politics around football but darlene would certainly support taking the knee anywho i've gotten into a rant i've gotten into a rant dave Chappelle was right white people going to white even fictional white characters uh koki negro says i had i mean i agree I, I i watched uh roseanne a little bit when i was coming up and i always thought the show was like progressively groundbreaking but you know and it was funny you know and I, I i have no doubt in my mind that this show is funny like i'm sure the new show is funny too but it's just about can people take the racial stereotypes or the jokes or the whatever about you know the trump stuff and laughing at people taking the knee and shit like that and i think we're at a time in our country where a lot of us that are black have um other venues of entertainment that we can support now and we didn't necessarily have that when roseanne was coming up you know now if you have netflix hulu amazon all these cable channels have tv shows why should i stop what i'm doing to watch them watch roseanne when i can just go turn it to you know my dvr to on demand or to netflix or amazon or something just watch something that i don't have to worry about um you know pissing me off so right and the thing is roseanne has the right to have that show abc has the right to allow her to do that i don't have no problem with the show and the in the cons i mean but i just i don't have a problem with her having the right to have the show and all that other shit i think my problem comes in is if you have if you get that show blackish y'all shouldn't have been able to do the need not trying to find it if 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 if, if, if we're going to be neutral let's be neutral across the board let's not pick sides on a lot of shit like if we're not gonna pick sides let's not pick sides on any side then yeah that's one of the things you know i'm consistently talking about just in my life i don't boycott anything so it's not even like a political stance of like i'm gonna boycott this show i'm gonna show roseanne blah 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 it's just a very like matter of fact there's other shit to watch mm-hmm. and i'm not hella pressed to watch a trump supporting family Mm-mm. i'll be okay without this you know um i i, I watch some i watch atlanta instead there's just, i have too much good tv i'm behind on for me to be worried about this show but i like i said i also do understand people kind of mourning the loss of a woman that was a very progressive figure when we were coming up who you know essentially just acts like she's lost her mind correct 
koki negra says i had to stop the playback to see the muppets bone thugs video how did i miss this uh yeah it's all the muppets singing crossroads pretty cool um that that one is fucking hilarious oh and one more thing uh uh, one more thing about the roseanne thing also the thing about the roseanne thing is that it pisses people off that you can see the blatant racism not in roseanne the show but in roseanne the person how she been showing ass on social media but yet she keeps the job you 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 let a nigger or a brown person go and be doing and saying and just acting up on social media the show probably would be canceled by now oh yeah i mean look how they did jamel hill you know like that's like the 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 unfairness of it all is really what i think bothers a lot of people mm-hmm. i don't know if they have the words to express it but that's what i think it is is yep. it's the do it's the clear double standard of you know a per- a person that was black saying these kind of things on their network if kenya burris was out here saying these type of things it would have been like yo black has got canceled or the creator got fired or something because you know you can't be out here tweeting conspiracy theories and deleting it five minutes later you know um stuff like that but you know this is a uh, trump's america now so so i guess it's okay for her um uh, but leah like you said i'm not really i don't really have a problem with the show even Mm-mm, she can do the show no like when andy described the joke about take a knee i actually thought that joke was funny like the whole like jackie you want to take a knee and i'm like oh yeah because she's a liberal one i get like i get the joke like i'm not i'm just i'm just more flabbergasted by how people can't see the obvious bias of a, a new of a a station that will say you know roseanne Barr can say what she wants on twitter she can have this show that picks fun at the fact that we have a black show and an asian show on abc it can make fun of uh athletes that take a knee but you know what blackish you can't talk about it even though you have a black show the taking a knee conversation is the biggest one of the biggest conversations not the biggest conversation in sports for black people right and you're like we're gonna pretend that part of the conversation doesn't exist because we don't feel comfortable with it that's that's that bullshit man um charles says i wish roseanne would retire but she won't i agree with brooklyn shoe the connors were not right wingers back in the day but also like she says white people going to white hashtag white nonsense uh alice writes in it doesn't matter if you think Chappelle's trans jokes were not that bad or whatever a bunch of trans people have said it was hurtful cis people do not get to decide what is or is not transphobic not only do i agree nobody said the opposite nobody said the opposite you know um it's funny with stand-up um because i i i I believe this and i will always uh stand by but i don't really get to decide what the fuck is funny or not funny for everybody else i can only tell you what i laughed at what i thought was funny what i thought was good and we're in an era now where motherfuckers judge you for laughing right so it's it's it, even with that shit i'm you know i normally try not to even share like oh yeah i like this or i like that because it's just not it's not worth it Mm-mm. um the main thing i would say though is I, we said on the show at the time and i i went on a long tangent about it right after randolph finished talking because he brought up uh one of the jokes but yeah it's i don't get you don't get to tell somebody else they have to laugh right and the conversation we had on the show was about how um i feel as a black man who is you know on the liberal side of things um it's it feels kind of disappointing even that so many of my like comedic contemporaries heroes whatever you want to call them people i looked up to 
have decided to be like fuck it i'm stuck here like i'm a black i'm a black man and i'm never developing my act or my furthering my thought beyond the very simple shit that i could have said in the 90s and the 2000s like it's 2018 i would love to hear and i'm not saying they obligated to and obviously they the one making the special and they selling out the room and they making all the money so it's not like i'm like uh representative of a lot of people i don't think i'm representative of a lot of people i think i'm representative of a very small minority of people right but the truth of the matter is i would love to see somebody like a Chappelle um lend their voice to um to 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 inclusiveness and things of this nature because i think he is a person that can be funny and make that funny i agree but he decided not to and that to me that's it's sad that he decided not to because he is so dope but that's his right i don't get to tell him i either get to watch the special not watch special think it's funny not think it's funny whatever but you'll never hear me give any fucking room for being like he's not transphobic or it's not that bad you you yeah, won't ever hear me that say that first time we talked about it yeah we've talked now maybe you're new to listening to the show i think this was your first comment so maybe it's just you're new we've talked about this at length on the show we've had people write in to tell us you shouldn't say dave Chappelle is transphobic or well what's so wrong with the jokes and we broke it down you know what i mean and like i said i do all this not from a perch on high of i'm morally better than you but just to simply say like some things are facts and you have to deal with how you feel about the fact you know the fact of the matter is those jokes are transphobic you know um maybe not the one where you said uh the 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 very specific one that randall talked about but nigga there's 20 minutes of transphobic jokes around that one joke anyway so it's not you know and then he had a whole special before that that had like 20 minutes five maybe five or ten minutes but still a whole another transphobic section ricky gervais has a transphobic section um fucking uh marlon waynes has a transphobic section i don't know what makes dave Chappelle able to quote unquote pull it off for more people than ricky gervais or marlon waynes but i think all of the jokes are kind of crass and not well thought out and they feel hacked to me i now i can't decide what other people think but for me they feel hacked more than anything else everyone makes the you gonna cut your dick off joke everyone makes the fucking like uh it's caitlin jenner and he was bruce jenner i'm gonna misgender him isn't that funny like they do this like angry rant on stage because that's this perspective that they have but to me it's not really funny but i don't know what to say when a whole room of people is laughing and people walk around calling people the best ever and saying they're brave for basically being transphobic i don't know what to do with that environment you know what i mean the same way i don't know what to do with the environment that you know calls white pe- men brave for calling saying racist shit that call men brave for being misogynistic like that's the bravest state the thing that has existed on this earth for thousands of years is the bravest stance you can take right now fuck out of my face so no i don't believe it um you know uh at any rate but all that being said i don't get to decide if dave Chappelle gets another special i don't get to decide how people review his shit and he has decided that this is the hill he will die on he's gonna figure a way out to talk about trans people badly and people are going to give him a pass like i said when we talked to randolph at this point dave Chappelle can make people laugh about anything right and he gets licensed to do 10 15 minutes straight of no jokes 
in the middle of his sets it's, it's like he a comedy guy he just get to do whatever the fuck you want to do so how would he ever know that he's wrong because he can always come back and make you laugh about how wrong he is and then that's what happens people go well it couldn't be that bad you know i've and, and i've heard people who have said he's not transphobic or the jokes aren't transphobic but they always are from transphobic people i mean i think everybody has some transphobia in them but it's always from people who are very blatantly like that and and i think what bothers me and gets to me the most is how often those voices are black men like cishet black men that want to be part of this like wave of making sure that we have these attitudes that we know endanger and oppress a huge part of our own community and yet we won't want like and yet we don't understand how we can be a, a menace at times when we when we do that kind of shit the things we say about women we can be a menace at times when we do that kind of shit but we don't want to take any responsibility because hey i'm a black man and i'm also oppressed you know cops see me and shoot me i can get killed and, and nobody will care like nobody will stop blah 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 okay cool you right that's wrong i agree we should something should be done about that and i'm on your side but then if i if that happened that same thing happened to a trans person you'd be like yeah fuck that i don't have to care and that that shit bothers me but you know anyway i just want to be on record it's funny that andy said people will people get so uptight these days they're so scared to laugh that the second someone even brings up a topic they start hearing what they want to hear and this is this is how this feels because that's not what happened in that conversation Mm -mm. you know like dave Chappelle definitely has transphobic jokes um and i don't get to decide how bad they are and other people can say it's not bad to them because i also don't get to decide for them but i think it's bad i'll just leave it at that (laughs) you know so but i appreciate you writing in um jane says i totally missed the second guest the race the mom who tased her son to get him up for easter church i didn't realize black mamas had upgraded from leather belts to extension cords to tasers <laughs> ain't technology grand come on i know kids getting their ass whooped with tasers now that's some wild shit um eve says i haven't watched roseanne's reboot even th- yo by the way this is another thing that gets on my nerves man um it's really difficult to watch and this is just this intersection i live at or just this this, the things i can't help but notice it's really difficult to watch people talk about how they won't watch the roseanne reboot and it's not funny but they were the same motherfuckers that were like up in arms at anyone that had a word to say about Chappelle and his transphobia like i don't understand people yeah how can't you see it's the same fucking thing you know what i mean like how can't you see that the impulse that the white that white people who love roseanne right now the same anger they have towards us are like how these niggers i'm gonna watch this show fuck with that it's funny so if you can't make jokes unless you agree with them and shit like that that's the same thing i heard people saying about the Chappelle shit and dave Chappelle is a man who quit his job because a white person laughed wrong at the wrong part of his joke dave Chappelle's the same dude that had a long ass like rant about on i think it was oprah interview or whatever about how he would never wear a dress as a black male comedian because of how they try to demean black male comedians by putting them in dresses and so he understands the nuances and the psychological warfare and all this shit when it comes to this stuff but yet if you bring up this transphobic shit he completely opts the fuck out and it's it's frustrating because i know he can get it and i know he probably does get it 
but when it comes to that it's just jokes but it's never just really jokes with him because that dude is a political commentator that dude is a, a, a philosopher at times when he wants to be people repeat his bits for years because they resonate like the the, the clayton bigsby shit or you know um or even like you know um his bit about uh you know white people reading in a paper they're, they're killing niggas like flapjacks and shit like that like even some of those jokes gentrification we talked about dc like maybe he didn't quote unquote mean to be that guy maybe that's the whole point but i know he can get it and he's emblematic of a lot of brothers a lot of brothers that can get it they're sharp they just don't want to get it when they're on the other side of that equation when it's not convenient then fuck it but i've seen so many niggas opine about like i won't support roseanne it is normalizing trump voting and which is normalizing racism which is normalizing bigotry and we shouldn't do this is sanitizing this da 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 and they have all these things to say and then if i say well isn't Chappelle kind of normalizing transphobia and isn't that like some shit that he can improve on man first of all if you don't think it's funny fuck you don't watch okay okay like i I, we get stuck here again so it's frustrating but as a black man this is this is the world i live in these are my peers these are my contemporaries if i had to if i was only friends with niggas that um was on the shit i was on i wouldn't have no friends to be honest that's how fucked up it is uh eve says i haven't watched the roseanne reboot even though i used to watch the original series and enjoyed it i won't watch it now because frankly roseanne is a horrible person and while i try to separate the person from the art i refuse to support that the fact that dope that dope 45 called to congratulate her sealed it for me right they're trying to normalize this presidency and i want no part of it Mm-mm. uh roseanne is basically trying to get people to say even though you voted for this jackass you're not a horrible person right well she's just the latest one to do it and they've been looking for a vehicle to do it and she has really found a way to capitalize on it so far i heard the second rating second week ratings were very strong as well and like 20 something million people and that wasn't even including like the dv like a lot of people actually watch that shit live mm. mm-hmm. that wasn't including the dvr the next day you know how all those numbers and they were saying that those numbers were even going to be higher and they said something like she captured like a huge percentage of people that was 50 and under you know what's funny um it just talks that that's another example of just how small the circles that i live in are because mm-hmm. i don't know anyone is watching that show people are watching. but 20 but uh but it's probably the highest rated comedy on tv right now it is it's number one and- all my people watch atlanta and shit and i bet you it's not even fucking with roseanne ratings that's wild uh i have a theory about this show anyway my guess after the ratings come out for the double premiere was the ratings will eventually dwindle down not saying it won't still have a following but it won't be this big they've already decided to decline after the second week started to decline after the second week hence the writers begging people to give the show a chance nope fuck roseanne yeah i don't know i heard the ratings are strong going into the second week but maybe i'm wrong i don't know that's what i read anyway mm-hmm. that's what i read too so i don't know and it would probably be they would probably have to fall off quite a ways you know and if people are just watching out of spite and the show's not funny then i understand but if randolph and andy were correct i mean you got norm writing for that shit you got wanda writing for that shit i mean you got a lot of very funny the motherfuckers are funny like they they gonna find a way to make that form of roseanne acceptable Mm -hmm. and it's funny we do we can't separate people from the art as much anymore because of social media with some folks like to a certain extent like some people's social media is so overpowering you can't even ignore them 
if you wanted to uh really dark knight says i rock with the 3go podcast these cats introduced me to the world's best documentary american pimp so quotable so good i'm out here trying to get me a nice pretty young bitch and on the on the topic of roseanne i ain't got shit to say but fuck her the poll was will roseanne retire because of twitter because you know she threatened to retire mm-hmm. because y'all were too mean to her on social media yes she can't take it seven percent 93 percent say no she just talking shit Brooklyn Shubay says Roseanne is a shit talking and attention seeker. She don't know how to keep quiet. Lakita says I was initially excited to hear Roseanne was coming back because this was my ish growing up. It was super relatable and probably the first time I heard the phrase the check is in the mail lol but hearing all the recent BS about her hateful tweets and bullshit conspiracy theories like she tunes in to Alex Jones all day I found myself loosely quoting Karen when she unforgettably said in one of your movie reviews about Batman vs Superman fuck that movie and it's mama <laughs> so in the words, i was highly upset so in the words of the queen fuck roseanne show and his mama i feel for those affiliated with that foolishness man as long as the check is in the mail they'll be all right right evie says roseanne ain't going nowhere because she said that back in december and she's still here she just likes to whine with the rest of her maga brother yeah they always be like i'm the real victim with my millionaire ass you think that all these like flyover state ass like i hate limousine liberal california you know that shit you think they would be offended at roseanne's depiction of them while she gets rich to the millions but no no anything that's on their side they fucks with period correct uh episode 1653 popping bullets drop dripping blood uh was our (laughs) walking dead recap d ramsey ph dunn says i hope gregory is in this car with negan why did jadis let negan live well you can't have jada's kill nigga i mean we know that um and then uh yeah i didn't think about that maybe gregory's the one in the car instead of paula mm. but what would gregory's i wonder what gregory impact of gregory coming back would be on would have on the plot Negan barely seen to like gregory in the first place correct i think paula's who's in that car y'all but if it's gregory i guess so i mean i don't know eve says i'm going i'm going to add the brother who spit on jadis to my list of people who need to die by the end of the season i won't even remember his face but i hear you that was just gross so right now my list so far is negan simon tara edith rosita eugene dwight everyone on oceanside and now that spitting dude all those people can go and jesus can go too we need some real shooters on this squad agreed jesus don't want no smoke uh will rosita and daryl try to kill eugene or just kidnap him i say kill him kidnap 31 percent talk him out of helping the saviors 35 percent kill 35 percent i hope they kill him but i feel like it's gonna be number two talk him out of helping the saviors right and he'll fuck around and die at the hands of somebody else mm-hmm. you know it's gonna be some bullshit come mm-hmm. on uh all right we had one voicemail let me play that Hey, Rod and Karen. It's outstanding. Calling from Brooklyn. Um, been working my way backwards with all of the episodes because I was on a cruise from the 19th to the 25th. So anyway, um, I wasn't able to get wind of this whole Killer Mike mess. As usual, this dude is just a, I don't even know what to say. And the fact that people don't remember his antics in regard to Marissa and how she dragged him about it is just even 
crazier to me. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to touch base with you guys and say thanks, and I can't wait to get to the backlog of my episodes um, to enjoy you all. So anyway, um, take care. Bye. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank glad you. you enjoyed your cruise. Yeah, glad you enjoyed your cruise, and thank you for listening. Thank you for calling in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as always, number seven zero four five five seven zero one eight six. Um, we appreciate everybody that takes time out to do that. Two minutes or less. Uh, we didn't set the limit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Skype would be like Bobby itch. Mm-hmm. Where? Like, 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 like when you went like start call like you got most and yeah marissa definitely um called him out on twitter but i don't know how much of a reach that is considering who killer mike is and the platforms that he's on and that's one of the scary things about all of that shit like so many people that were activists and so many people that like really um confronted bernie sanders and stuff um and with so much like support behind him by willfully ignorant people by people that just fled straight up lying and russia um it's like they drown out the truth you know it's funny to see now people picking up on some of his comments from i think 2015 where he talked about most drug dealer that black people get arrested for selling drugs because uh black people sell drugs more often um and and you know it's just funny watching it come back because it's just like uh it's anyway it's frustrating uh, a lot of people have a lot of different opinions when it comes to politics and who they was gonna vote for and all this shit but i just felt like a lot of people gave him like a a pass they gave him a level of purity he couldn't even pass and killer mike was instrumental in going over there to be the black friend of him but in the end of the day i don't think killer mike has enough pull obviously bernie sanders still got his ass kicked by hillary clinton in all the measurable ways that ass kicking happens in voting so it's not like he was actually a real candidate it's just people hate hillary clinton enough to try to act like he was but he never had a chance and trump would have whooped his ass even worse so it just is what it is you know but uh but yeah uh killer mike i was i still remember that day to um i still remember that day marissa like let the gun spray on him on twitter and that shit was funny um but yeah ultimately he just ignores people and just pretends it didn't happen so mm-hmm. not surprised he got used by the nra and not surprised that he ran over there to get used and he'll be back and he'll be fine just fine we had a few emails gina writes in hello queen karen and rico i meant to write this a while ago but just didn't have the right words i've been listening to your wonderful podcast now and have recommended it to my friends well thank you thank you a few episodes ago you listed signs of an emotionally abusive relationship i listened as always and then realized i was finishing some of those signs myself because i apparently and unfortunately am on the receiving end of such treatment it took a lot to admit it to myself and a therapist who agreed by the way that i'm being emotionally abused i didn't have the words before but i do now thank you thank you for being a bright spot in what has been a rather dark time and thank you for helping me see that i've been enduring what i've been enduring thank you for hope hopefully helping someone else see that all the abuse isn't physical and that doesn't make it okay deserved or hurt any less right just thank y'all so i enjoy your insights and your thoughtful hilarious commentary and karen's 10 for 10 pun game sincerely gina <laughs> loyal listener and subscriber to black mama monthly oh thank you yeah thank you i'm yeah sometimes like i'll be looking up news articles or something and then i'll just see something like that and i'll be like you know what let's just talk about this instead because 
everyone talks about the news all the time um and i i mean and our show can kind of be whatever you want it to be so you know i'll read something it'll resonate with me or i'll be like maybe this can i can spread some information to some people they'll listen to the show and be like yo that so those are the signs or either they maybe they dealt with it maybe they've never dealt with it or maybe you're in it like you said and you're like yo wait a minute this sounds real familiar um so i'm happy to help mm-hmm. um and i believe this is pronounced kiana who says saving your energy this episode was everything this conversation about saving your energy and preserving your peace was everything i grew up in a family of strong and opinionated women and basically learned how to be a people pleaser and bought her for the love of my family it was taking a toll on my mental health and i was having panic attacks and gaining weight like crazy and depressed and borderline suicidal because i wasn't happy when i turned 23 i decided i wasn't going to keep doing this to myself and i decided to really work for where this fear was coming from so i could uproot it even if it wasn't coming from me it was a fear of abandonment and rejection that was crippling me i had to have a real come to jesus talk with myself and learn to wean myself from some folks and how to cut others off altogether my mantra has become i don't have to create or maintain a space for anyone to abuse me i love come it. on it's not it's by no means always been easy because as a people pleaser you learn to justify and reason away and turn the blind eye to abuse and foolishness but i've learned so much about myself that i will and will, what i will and will not accept in my personal relationship i've i've had i've had to reconcile myself knowing i may never get an apology come on and love folk from the other side of the city come on and i'm good with that anywho conversations like this is one of the many reasons i love y'all still trying to figure out how to adopt myself into y'all's family as a little cousin <laughs> as soon as i figure it out it's on love you too for real for real thank you oh thank you and yep i know that i know that feeling man i 100 percent uh agree because like i said i come from the foundation of people pleasing uh sorority like mm-hmm. i i am a part of that sorority and fraternity <laughs> um you know because men can be like this too but it, it is it's executed differently in men mm-hmm. um so i know because there's a lot of people out there that are people pleasers and they don't realize that they are people pleasers and a lot of times uh people that are users can spot you out really really easily and it's easy for them to take advantage of you because those type of people they will actually sit listen to you find out your quirks find out how you tick and then they will use all those things against you to manipulate you to so that you can at the end of the day get done whatever they want done not really caring nor concerned about uh, you and how you feel and you know if you're okay with this or if this is something that you want to do some people do it unconsciously some people purposely do it it doesn't matter the end result to you is the same so because the end result to you is the same you're affected by it you have to make a decision and what i realized is that once i got to the point that i made a decision that this is something that i wasn't going to deal with because i have to wake up every day and i have to live with the decisions that i made i have to live with uh what i am going to do what i'm not going to do what i'm going to put up with what i'm not going to put up with i am the one that determined my happiness not somebody else you know and that's very hard for a people pleasing person to to deal with and once you start doing the shit that you want to do it's going to be a problem because a lot of people are so used to you doing the things that they want to do that you start dealing with people that become jealous of you because people don't want to see you grow you, you know because sometimes 
people can see a light in a talent within you that you don't even see within yourself and so a lot of times once you stop you know i'm not gonna please you no more i'm gonna do the things that i want to do it becomes a problem and what i realized too is that once you step out of there and be like i'm gonna do what i want to do you have to let people go because everybody isn't willing to go to the next level with you and this includes family members it could be your mom and your daddy your sister your brother your husband whoever this person is sometimes they are not willing to go there with you sometimes you can maintain a relationship with them and grow and sometimes you can't and if you can't let it go yeah that was one of the things i was saying um on, on twitter somebody hit me up and was like when we talked when i said that uh i'm wary of people that can't keep friends and i am i still i am i always will be um and she was like well sometimes you have to cut people off they can't come with and i said whoa whoa, whoa. i'm not talking about you gotta keep friends with everybody that's weird i mean like everything has a season right like people fall in and out of life all this shit but there's also like people that continually just always got a new crop of friends it's almost like how you know it's like they searching for the mark you know what i mean like you you consistently just everybody you just everybody your best friend that you just met because you can't you don't have nobody that goes back and i feel like that is a sign if if you can't keep any of your friends look around man maybe it's you you know like that's weird to to not be able to keep people in your circle for long you know so um but but absolutely everybody can't come with you everywhere you know and there's nothing wrong with that you shouldn't feel guilt about that and some folks are users some people like like karen said they get jealous mm-hmm. there's people that are cool with you at one point in life but when you start making changes or doing anything different they all of a sudden they find themselves not as cool with the idea of you as blank right. you know um so i you know I, I one of the last conversations i had with uh when i still had white friends uh actually probably the last conversation but uh one of the dudes tried to say some shit about our my pod the podcast mm-hmm. like oh your little podcast da, da, da. and i'm like well you seem quite upset about me out of the lane that you thought i should be in look i give my opinion for a living but we worked hard to do this shit come on and at no point am i gonna feel ashamed or embarrassed of what i do for a living this this is the dream i wanted this is a dream that we wanted this is the thing we set out to do um you know since that time you know this podcast has taken me more places than i'm sure it's taking than whatever he does is taking him you know come on um you know it, it, but he you know i know that person was miserable at work i know they had like some marriage shit going on mm-hmm. or whatever I, like right. i you know i know they had a bunch of issues but them ain't those ain't my fault <laughs> you know what i mean like it it was just he was uncomfortable with me being out of the box he thought i belonged in right and so i understand that impetus and that's why I, you know when we talked about it, it's like you can't wait for closure on everything like if i was waiting for that dude to come back and admit he was wrong for that shit i'd still be i'd die waiting you know like it like i i can't i can't do that you know and and i'm not even sure he didn't apologize at some point he probably did but you know what it was too late i didn't give a fuck we don't like we're cool we don't talk anymore we you know i I haven't seen that dude one time since then and that's absolutely fine but that's the kind of point of look man i'm not here to be abused i'm not here to to be looked down upon or patronized or whatever like if we can't meet and respect each other as equals let's move on 
you know right. family right. friend whatever the relationship co-worker whatever relationship is none of these motherfuckers are pertinent to my existence if you don't want to hop in and help improve my life and we mutually like support each other we have like kind feelings towards each other then what is the purpose of our relationship come on so i I just don't stress about that shit um but i absolutely understand where you're coming from and i'm glad you uh you know i'm glad you resonated with what we was talking about Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day in my opinion i just want people to be and it's very hard but to be free of the expectation that other people put on their lives because you only have one life to live and nobody can make that choice but you and a lot of times to kind of piggyback on some of the stuff you were saying um sometimes people like you in a certain place because they feel superior to you and a lot of people don't realize that people feel that way about them until you start doing other shit like right said breaking outside of the box making them feel uncomfortable making them challenge themselves and then the things and the ways they really felt about you will shine so i've learned to love people differently and like you said love people from across town yeah uh all right we got a couple more emails Teresa writes in dear rod and karen first let me say i love your podcast this episode where you guys talked about letting things go closure and things about oh man a lot of people like the episode things along that line touched me to my core i've always thought i needed closure in relationships but i have come to realize it's a non-factor i can't control how someone someone feels about me yo another reason i'm scared of that like closure shit a lot of times the things that people people that dangle that closure shit out there for you they also use it as a way back in correct you know like oh i'm back and i you know i just i was so wrong like nigga the time to say that was a long time ago bye and thinking about it drains my energy makes me sad and i'm done feeling that way thank you by listening to this particular podcast confirm what i uh, was doing is what i need to do and me putting myself first is okay you guys give me hope i can feel the love between you guys and i love how rod shows his love for you karen as a woman it lets me know there are good men out there who knows how to treat a lady you know i try to you know i try to do what i could do you know what i'm saying there really is uh you know it's uh i mean i can't say it's a lot of men out here that could do it like i'm doing it but you know uh it's good to see people try you know what i'm saying i like to give hope <laughs> to the hopeless you know what i'm saying yeah, high expectations and, you know you know i ain't even gonna lie the expectations it you know is pretty high and like i said i ain't gonna lie i am spoiled rotten and i have certain expectations well i try okay stay blessed and continue the good work you are doing Teresa. thank you thank you i just think the the bar is that low for men come on like just for the most part and it's the the bar is low the bar is like do you beat him right nope all right that's a good man you like i'm there's a little bit more to shit than that yeah so um that's it for this week man thank you everybody that uh wrote in everybody that emailed in um appreciate y'all um and uh yeah it was a quick feedback show but um y'all get out there and tackle the day all right guys Uh, we should be back with more guests this week and we'll let you guys know um who and when and what and why okay so we should see you tomorrow uh for uh another episode so until then i love you i love you too